Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 24 of the Unknown Comics Podcast. I'm Brandon. There's Chris. Yep. There's Tanner. I'm here. Hi, everybody. All right, let's get Twitch chat pulled up. Idlewolf. Howdy. Hi, Idlewolf. Well, thank you to everybody joining us this week. Again, uh, we are your weekly uh, geekdom podcast. And uh, something vibrated on the table. I felt your phone go off. It's probably your <laughs> wife texting you, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yes. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear the noise, though. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it. Um, so, was it this week that it dropped, or did it drop last week? What was that about? Love, Death, and Robots. Last week. Last week. Tanner's just now caught I up just, this week. I've, I'm yeah. all caught up. And you hadn't watched season one prior to this. Not till two days ago. Right. Which, season one, quite a bit more episodes. And I think some of the episodes are quite a bit longer. I feel like these were shorter. Yeah. Which? Which, you know, they, they had random times. Yeah, and COVID. Yeah. 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 Like the shortest one, this one was like five minutes. The Christmas one, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> that one was pretty good. That was one of my favorites. Christmas. The two, We're like Santa the Claus. The two kids come oh, to see Santa yeah, Claus. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's like this demon <laughs> alien out of like. Uh, it, it throws up a present. Oh. It's like literally like. It's <laughs> like a Guillermo del Toro yeah. monster. Yeah. I like that she was like, what would have happened if we weren't good? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that was hilarious. Um, that it. Uh, I was telling Tanner that day the snow one, the snow in the desert one. For a yes. minute, it took me a while to realize that was not real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so here's the backstory of Love, Death, and Robots. the 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 main The main two creators, one is David Fincher, so he is the director that's responsible for uh, like the Girl with Dragon Tattoo mm-hmm. uh, movies and stuff like that. Just very very dark theme film director. Yeah. Um, well, then he paired with Tim Miller, which Tim Miller, you know from Deadpool. Yeah. So he he has a he has a 3D effects studio called Blur, um, and they for the longest time were doing video game trailer video game cinematic trailers. Um, so like Star Wars: The Old Republic was one that I remember they did. Yeah. You know, very photorealistic, awesome trailers. Well, he was the one that uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds went to yeah. to create the concept. Video that, for Deadpool. That yeah. leaked and the, all of a yes. sudden leaked. Yeah. Got super popular. Uh, video. And, and you know, because it was such a high quality of, of animation that, that it finally it picked up. And, and uh, yeah, they're really good at that photorealistic. Yeah. Um, as good as you – as photorealistic as you can be, there's still one thing that I don't care how good it is – when you see people's mouths move, yeah, there's yeah. just something about it just, it, the, this move natural. that just never. I, I, nobody's gotten it yet. Yeah, I guess people have gotten close. Yeah, but it's still, which is in a in a way is weird because you have so many people that actually use all the dots and everything now to kind of capture like capture yeah. a lot of that stuff, and then you think in a lot of movies they actually go back and re-record the audio. Yeah, I think so, I think a lot of it is it's just so hard to sync audio to the animation. Yeah. That exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Because so much of your your facial movements dictate the sound that if it doesn't match up exactly, yeah. like it 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 tells, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's like when you have bad um, what they call it in films ADR, right? It's at it's after dialogue recording, right? So the you know they shot a scene, the audio is not usable because of you know machines in the background and stuff like that. So they have the actor come back in and ADR it. Well, good ADR you can't tell yeah. what it is, but for whatever reason, like three, 3d animation, just like you can't ADR that. Right. Yeah. I don't know why it's, it's um, it is interesting. I thought I the one with Michael B. Jordan was disappointing overall the yeah. video, but I was, it was weird. It was almost like they still took his actual face. Like he just got in a booth and recorded everything he needed to. Yeah. And then they animated everything else around him. Yeah. It was kind of, there were, there were sometimes I was like, is this hybrid? Is it mm-hmm. live action and you know is this face live action? Because there were times where I was, I was looking at it and because like, they had live action in the one, volume one with Topher Grace, yeah, with mm-hmm. his fridge. But I mean, like it, there was a there was a clear distinction what yeah. should be Which live action, watched. what should be animated in yeah. that one. Um, they didn't try to like fool you yeah. or anything. So that's yeah, it was uh, my it, absolute favorite episode was the farmers with the Mexicans. Yes, yeah, from season like, one. By yes, far. no, it is that one. That one is just. By far the best. Like I want to see like a world 
of that. Where, uh-huh. where these farmers just do. Just well, I want to know more about like, are they well, are they on Earth and they're these are alien invaders, or are they farmers on another on planet? an alien planet? Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and and maybe part of it is so good because you don't know, uh-huh. right? Is the mystery of it? It's kind of like the whole reason I really don't want them to do a Quiet Place too. I like not knowing. So, are you going to see it? Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, but it's out. But it's like I kind of like the mystery of we don't know exactly what predicated everything or how. Be like uh, what J.J. Abrams uh, movies that he's done. Oh, the Cloverfield. Yeah, all the Cloverfield stuff. Like you still have no idea what the crap's happening, right? Yeah, but it's. And I think wasn't Super Eight part of that too. I don't. Don't get me lying. Because I know that's an Abrams film, but I can't remember if it was. They actually show an alien kind of. I, th- I thought if it was Cloverfield, Cloverfield was in the title. Yeah, it may be. I just know a lot of people have tried to tie it to it, so I don't yeah. know if it actually was or not. So there's a YouTube channel out there called uh, Dust, and it's a similar sort of concept as Lo- Death, Love, and Robots. It's, Antho- anthology series type it's, thing. It's just sci-fi shorts, and yeah. it's it's they're all animated. Uh, most of this channel is the hyper-realistic style animation. There's not so many cartoons on there. Yeah. Um, but it's the same sort of deal. There's shorts, and a lot of them. Are, like don't tell you the whole story they just kind of leave you ends, wondering you yeah. know and i i really like that for short yeah shorts like that well and 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 also going back to the backstory of this so when 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 david fincher approached tim miller about doing doing this theory they were eventually going to option uh to do a heavy metal mag to to get with the creators of heavy metal magazine yeah and do a do a show and um, it didn't work out with them which you know heavy metal magazine that was its that was its shtick, right? It was a yeah. bunch of just short stories, and uh, you know, and they were adult oriented, yeah, uh, for the most part. Which it, this is adult. It is very yeah. adult oriented. Lots of lots of the violence. second season doesn't have any nudity. The first oh, well, one, it does. The first one did. It has uh, one very large piece of nudity. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you kind of see it attached to the giant, but it's yeah, not but until no, it's in the tank. It's not not until it's in the tank that you that you really. <laughs> I did forget about that. Yeah, so that was about that was about it as far. Yeah, compared to first season. Yeah, first season had way more. Yeah. Um, now there there was implied sexual situations. It, and this is this is just a studio of people, right? And then I guess they kind of pick who's the best. Uh, no, it's not just Blur. Students? So Blur did a lot of the – Tim Miller's yeah. did a lot of the shorts in it, but not all of them. Yeah. So they did outsource to some other Because I, I thought I had seen somewhere on Volume 1 that it was actually some kind of like a project. Like people could get in and like submit their own kind of thing. Yeah, and I, th- I think that did happen for Season 2. Yeah. I, I Like I said, COVID probably changed a lot of stuff yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is optioned for a Season 3 yeah. still. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it's, yeah. it takes you – Hour and a half to watch all of it the whole yeah. season. Yeah. I love I love anthology series. I loved watching Tales from the Crypt. When Tales it was on from the Crypt is one of my favorites. You know, they're I love I love just being able to watch this neat little self contained story. Yeah. Right? They're making new episodes of Creep Show. You can watch that on Shutter. Oh yeah, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, it's that's kind of cheesy, but that's well, part of the that fun was the whole shtick. Yeah, that it, was right? the whole thing. That right? was that's been its shtick even back in the EC comic days. Uh-huh. That was yeah. it was Tales from the Crypt. Like the hosts were sitting there ragging on each other the whole time yeah. you know, telling their t- stories and everything um, which it was supposed to get rebooted that fell through M. Night Shyamalan was supposed to reboot Tales from the Crypt and yeah. that, that fell through like in I think they, they had a ho- I can't remember who the host was but they had a host and everything lined up for it yeah they can't for some whatever reason nobody can use the Crypt Keeper anymore yeah because somebody randomly probably well it has to do with HBO oh like HBO now owns the rights to the character what would they use him in? He's like his own thing. Just not let anybody else use him, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It, seems, there, like a, there's, it seems like a waste of money in somebody's pocket. Yeah. So, I mean, they could use one of the other hosts from the comics. Yeah. Um, from the old DC comics, but uh, I mean, they're still making they're still making a comic book about it. It's it's not exactly the same thing, but I mean, yeah. there are crypt books still coming out. Yeah. I don't, it's a magazine. I don't. I don't know. You know, it's 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 licensing. It's legalese. Who knows? Um, but uh, no, I I definitely like uh, Love, Death, and Robots. I like I said I like that format of telling stories, mm-hmm. um, which I mean we we talked last week. Yeah, that's probably what Warhammer Plus is going to kind of be, right? It's but we, depending, on, I think some of the series is. Well, you said for sure there is one. There is an Hammer anthology. and Bolter yeah. is an anthology. Yeah. yeah. So, um, which is I think you need that for some of those things. I think when it, when a universe is huge, I think Star Wars could 
do well with, with an anthology, anthology type yeah. series, right? Yeah. Where you tell these small stories inside, which and they can be animated, and and we're getting that with What If, yeah, a little bit, yeah, with Marvel, yeah, you know, um, on the Marvel side, I think I think it's a neat way to tell the stories that you just don't want to focus an entire season, yeah, right, of stuff on, right, um, and then if it's popular, and that's that's the thing is it is it can be it's what a, they call a backdoor pilot for something else, right? Mm-hmm. When you could do like a instead of an anthology one-off, the anthology series, like American Horror Story does. Oh, yeah, where you each know, season as its own it's story. A, it's a season of one thing, and then you, you're, mm-hmm. you're done with it, but you can or still Fargo use those or same whatever. actors Until or whatever. Until four seasons in, the creators decide, oh, no, they're actually connected. <laughs> we fooled you. That Tanner's a little bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's dumb. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. I've, I've always kind of wanted to watch it, but then I'm like, I just don't know. Well, it's like like with A Quiet Place, like my, my, my boss at, at the other job, you know, he kind of agrees with me that he he doesn't want them he didn't want them to make a sequel, but maybe a different story from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Like their story, their yeah, like experience, right? Walking Dead, where you're now you're on the West yeah. Coast, and yeah, and it's there's still story. the mystery of it out there. Yeah, um, but it's just a different snapshot mm-hmm. uh, of of something else that's going on. Which I know they're running into new people, and you're going to get that. Yeah, uh, but you don't have to have the same characters, you know, right? Throughout, so. Um, so yeah, love death and robots. Um, if you're, if, if you're okay with, uh, violence, nudity, <laughs> language, well, I, and um, not all of them have that. Not all um, of them do. There, I mean, there's some of them. It's just, it's just interesting to see somebody come up with a little story like that. And then, yeah. and then some of them you're like, wait, that's it. The, the, you need uh, a little bit more, but you're not going to get it. Yeah. The junkyard one with, like, oh, with the, the old man, the garbage <laughs> oh, yeah. monster. That was a mm-hmm. good one. Yeah. yeah, I liked um, I liked the shapeshifter one from season one, the werewolves. Yeah, uh, that was one of my favorite ones. Um, I like the Russian yes. vampire hunter mm-hmm. one. Yes, yeah. I I love any kind of like alternate weird history. Yeah, uh, type stuff. I always think that's uh, that's really the cool. Season two ones really stuck with me that much. No, uh, like I said, the the snow one just because snow I, was pretty good. You know, I, I just, you know, but I think outside of that, I mean, and one, that one felt like I had some resolve too, right? Because he's basically immortal and then he, the synthetic chick, she's not going anywhere. So. Yeah. Cyborg, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think the Christmas one was my favorite just because it made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was just hilarious. I, speaking of ones that make me laugh, the uh, one with the old lady with the vacuum, the robotic vacuum. Oh, that yeah. That was pretty funny yeah, too. That was the first, that, that was, was the first, first one. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. season two. Was the the vacuum? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the train one was just kind of weird to me. I'm like, okay, where they have the oh, where like, he goes off into the the high gra- the tall grass. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The high grass. Yeah, the high grass. Yeah, yeah. No, like I said, they're they're all good for what they are. But yeah, yeah no, I, I agree with you. I think season one had kind of the more standout ones that you'd be like, the good ones are the ones where you'd be like, I'd like to see them go back to that yeah uh-huh. or, or make it make, make a series out of that yeah make more and i kind of i was kind of thinking maybe when this first came out that that's what was going to happen they could still you know that they're yeah. going to be like, okay we got a lot of feedback on this one that's the one we're going to take off yeah. with you know which you know back in back in the 90s tanner you shouldn't remember this because you were probably still in diapers <laughs> you may vaguely remember this so there was a Hopefully there, there was a show there was an anthology sci-fi show on mtv called liquid television and that's where a show called Eon Flux kind of was a... That sounds somewhat... Familiar. I'd seen the movie Eon Flux. Ex- yeah. they, so that's based on... So they, it was introduced in Liquid Television, became a series, an animated series, and then later became a uh, uh, feature film. Okay. So that's that's the hope, right? That the really good... Yeah. Um, Whatever really catches. Yeah. Makes makes something, something bigger. So, yeah. Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix right now. See, we were just talking about last week. No, we don't watch Netflix anymore. You don't ever use your Netflix account. Yeah, there you go. No, I did. Um, you got your eighteen dollars worth this month. There we go. <laughs> I don't know if that was eighteen dollars worth. But. Luckily, my my daughter's still watching stuff on it. So you I know, guess. Darren and I were talking the other day how cool it would be um, if you just you know every week Disney Plus has a new something coming out. We would pay. I would pay an extra five bucks every week to see Star Wars episodes in theaters. You know, just make it part of your package. Make agreement with the theaters. I know this is kind of a sidetrack, but we were kind of talking about like every new episode of um, Loki. You can watch it in theaters that way. Oh, wow! You know what I mean? Instead of having to watch it at home, you could still experience it. Yeah. You know, you just pay an extra money. 
you know, they'd get more money out of you. But I mean, it's. I would do that if I still have like. If I could watch either place, because I'm not going to have time to go to the theater every No, day. yeah, it would be in addition to your Disney Plus, Yeah, right? So you could still watch it at home, but yeah. it'd be like a premiere I, access all the time, I right? think the I think the sell on that's going to be the theaters, right? Um, well, they'd still make their popcorn money. I mean, they're still bringing people in. That's where they make but the money with, anyway. with the with the short with the short episode, though, you're having to flip the theater a lot more often, and yeah. that's labor and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean, you could figure... I think it still could be figured something. It may be not like a 30-minute. Maybe they have give a timer straight if it's at least an hour or whatever. Or hold back a couple or, episodes and do a, do the, like a two-episode like marathon. Do it at the end of the season. Just do it. Make, if, you oh. wanna, if you want to hold off and watch it all at once yeah, just in the theater. You can binge, as long as you get binge breaks, at the theater. Pee breaks after every yeah. episode. Do, yeah, they do an intermission every <laughs> well, 15 minutes. Two well, hours. Just, it depends on what you're watching because like a lot of the Mandalorian averaged 20 minutes, 20 and 25 minutes an episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's still with the amount of episodes, that's only a, a long movie. Yeah. I think most of their seasons, they're trying to keep them around the Marvel ones for sure. Around six hours. Yeah. And I think star Wars is around the same. So you would think basically, you know, and they already kind of do this when they have like Lord of the Rings marathon. Yeah. Watch the lazy game. Have an intermission. Saying how to lazy gamer. What's that? He says, yo, what What's up? up? So, all right. Speaking of Loki. Oh. It's coming. It's coming next week. Next, next, a week from yesterday as we record this. Next time we record a podcast, we'll have seen We'll the have first seen episode. it. Because now we can be, actually watch it ahead of time. Yeah, it'll be way better for our schedule. I'll be nowhere near internet access when it actually comes out. Well, you'll have enough time to maybe watch it on your way back from your yeah. trip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, so, Yeah. It's coming. I'm excited. They showed a little bit more excerpts today and a little bit more yesterday. Kind of these little teasers to get you more yep. intrigued. As if I wasn't already super yeah. intrigued. I mean, I, I think I'm more excited about this than I have been the, the other two shows. Loki sliding around timelines. Yeah. Seeing how more, much more. I, I, I was wondering the other day when I saw the trailer, I was like, are they going to show him how far he's come? Because you got to think, like him and Gamora... They both are well, this completely is a, different people now. Right. Right. So are they gonna are they gonna figure out where their actual space was in the time that they were killed, or you know what I mean? And if the, the other thing, you know, they keep saying they're not gonna bring Black Widow back, but like they brought Gamora and Loki yeah. back. So <laughs> you telling me that yeah. they're not gonna bring her back? So unless, unless the the Soul Stone sacrifice kills you in every conceivable timeline, yeah. So <laughs> like, I don't think so. like King the Conqueror is like, yes, I want that weapon because I want to kill people in every conceivable timeline. <laughs> or she'll just be the clone that she was you know, in the comic I, books. I think Loki will get the best of both worlds from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision because there should be plenty to speculate, which was the fun of WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. but I bet it's going to be more engaging. Like because knowing yeah, that he's going to be messing with timeline was. events. You're gonna be like, okay, so what's he gonna be messing right. with next? Time? Well, and you and know. and here we're gonna kind of see the what was it the kind of the nature versus nurture, right? Yeah. So so main MCU timeline Loki, you know, how far he came. He 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 grew right yeah. and mm-hmm. and kind of became very heroic. And this is Loki at the very end of the yeah. first of his environment movie. is now completely different. Will he follow that same path or will yeah. he, you know, mm-hmm. stay who he was? Right. Yeah. Um, or will he? Well, he get to that same endpoint, but just a completely different path, right? Yeah, um, is kind of the, you know, is it is it is it destiny that he will be a, you know, maybe he'll, the, the hero? It'll be kind of like what we've seen in the first couple episodes of Modok, where he's like, "I was destined to rule the world," <laughs> or Will Thanos? And he's choking. coming back to yeah. kill himself because he doesn't like that he's not ruling yeah. the world. But he's married <laughs> and has kids in the middle of a divorce. He probably still gets choked out by Thanos at the end, though. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, so lucky. All right, Bad Batch. Um, this was oh yes, I remember this episode. Yeah. So we told we were talking last week how we should have more more cameos, more cameos of, of people we've Bad seen. Batch. I did not expect the Rancor to be <laughs> the, the cameo for the week. Moochie. Yeah, Moochie. Um, <laughs> poor poor Moochie. Luke took care of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's trying to eat him. So <laughs> I still think like all the nerds are going to be crying now when they go back to watch uh, Return, Return of the, of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. They'd be like, no, Moochie. <laughs> don't give it a name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to care. Um, baby, why doesn't everybody call it just Baby Rancor? And why isn't there like Pops? Oh, instead of, instead of Baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's there probably will be a Pop. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. So, um, so it's kind of set up 
they kind of have a, a base of operations now, right? That, yep. the, the, the kind of the setup of this episode is now the Bad Batch has kind of like they have a connection. They kind of have a home base of, of they somebody that they're making gonna, money. Yeah. So they're mercs now. Yep. Officially, you know. Um, and uh, so, so it makes sense now that we're going to see probably a lot more crossover with things we've seen in the Mandalorian because those mm-hmm. that it's kind of that scum world now, right? Yeah. We'll see um, some. We may see, um, you know, some more of the. Um, Again, maybe not the Rebels characters we see in the Rebels TV show itself, but some of the older characters, you know, yeah. in between those two timelines, and of course, some of the people that are from the Clone Wars. We're going to see Boba. right there at some point. We're so. going to see Boba Fett. There's no way that they don't. Yeah, um, but here's the, is how old are we going to see Boba? He is, is he still going to be the, the teenager that he kind of is right now. He was a teenager at the, in Clone Wars. Yeah. So, and that's and he's still in that timeline. Yeah. So, I think we're it's going to be interesting to see. Where he's at. Yeah. Yeah, he can't be that old because Order 66 just happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, because, like I said, you, you see him in the Clone Wars. Yeah. He's, um, in, the, he's in the cartoons and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And he's just a younger. Yeah. Brother. He's not as young as he was in Episode 2, but yeah. he's just older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably about Kanan's age. I, I will say, I, I read the, if you're reading the War of the Bounty Hunter stuff, I, I was reading the Star Wars comic just a second ago and the issue for this week and Boba in that epi, in that issue is just like, no, people don't steal from me. And they're like, but you're only one guy. What are you going to do about it? I'm Boba Fett. <laughs> 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 and he just keeps saying, that, like, I'm Boba Fett. You don't do that. I just think it's awesome. Like, how into himself the, the, he is. The ego on this guy. <laughs> well, and and they kind of set that up in, in Empire, you know, in Return. You yeah. know, he's kind of, yeah. like, smoozing with the ladies, and he's just kind of sitting there yeah. in the palace just kind of being a BA. Yep. Right? And then he gets eaten by a sphincter in the ground. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's uh, funny. In the sphincter with teeth. In, in, this, in that issue, they also there's a guy who's like, no, that's the that's the episode Starlight title. Says what? No, the episode title is sphincter with teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Episode twenty four. Well, there was a guy who said, "I see your future. It's a sea of red and uh, blood everywhere." And I was like, "Oh, there we go." Yeah. He just he just talked about him going I mean, in this sphincter with teeth. You're talking about. Yes. <laughs> No, it's a good issue. I'm really excited about that stuff. But yeah, so back, what, back to this. So how many how many issues is War of the Bounty Hunters? Okay, so it's it, you don't really have to, you don't have to read everything. I'd say you have to read at least Alpha, like, um, like a, a, a Doctor Afra. I just read that one and I was like, I didn't really have anything to do with anything. But I mean, she's going to be in the storyline going forward, right? The main Star Wars book, uh, the Bounty Hunters book, and then um, the War of Bounty Hunters book that's going on right now. Okay. Um, past, the last issue of Vader is supposed Vader. to be tied into it. Yeah, Vader. I just read the Vader one as well. Uh, the Vader one was interesting. Um, it's uh, it, I mean, it ties into it, but it's kind of like him getting put back together after the, um, the, after the battle and um, him getting really like – going back to the dark side and like how he's going to be more about killing Luke. Uh, okay. So would you say it's going to be more of a King and black kind of crossover as opposed to like a ten of swords where the tie-ins they're all are all kind the, of tied in, but not really as opposed to being a critical part of the story, the main book, the uh, bounty hunter book and Vader, they all had, I felt like they were tied in. Okay. The only one so far that I've read Afra didn't really, Till at the very end, it's like there's a reason for them to kind of get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I think the other ones you do, I mean, they do lead in so far. But yeah. I, I still think you could kind of get the understanding just reading the main storybook. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll see when the rest of them, because this goes all the way through October. Oh wow! All the Star Wars books. Oh, wow, that's a that's a lot of books. that's a long crossover. Yeah, yeah. So, but Dang. I mean, they only have four titles. That's true too. So plus the bounty hunter, the war, of the bounty hunter book. So it's like five books. Okay. So I mean, it's it seems like a lot, but I mean, it's only four books a month. So so once a week you're reading something basically about or once a once one week one week out of the month you're reading gotcha. this or that. So uh, so bad batch. Um, yeah, that's kind of the 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 most of what's happened. Yeah. Um, there's just there's just not a, a ton to talk about with bad butch. I think is episode. four. Four that we just watched. Yes. I, don't, I don't even know how many episodes it is. I believe so. I know that a lot of the Clone Wars stuff and Rebels were between fourteen and twenty episodes. So, I don't know how many this one's going to have. Yeah, I was wondering if this is going to be the last one or if, if it's going to run simultaneously with Loki. 
Yeah. Well, it's on different days now, and I think that's that's another. I know they said that they did that with comic book. Yeah. They you know because Loki's going to be on Wednesdays now. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I think eventually you know they're probably going to want to have just like your regular TV. You want to have something coming out right. every day. It's, well, especially as much content as they want to be pumping out. Because uh, yeah, yeah. they listed a bunch of Star Wars shows that we talked several episodes ago now mm-hmm. when we were going over all the the Disney the upcomings. Plus upcomings. Yeah. I, I think that it'll, if it keeps running, it'll be uh, maybe the first season if they, I'm, I'm, plan, I'm sure they're planning on having multiple seasons. Yeah. Maybe the first season's shorter and then they're, they'll decide to go where, from, from where. Because yeah. they're still only like 25, 30 minute episodes. They're not very long. Mm. Except for the first the, one. The first one was an hour. I think the average Clone Wars season was 24 episodes. Yeah. Which most most your TV Anime shows are. Yeah, usually like are. But when they're 30 minutes long. <laughs> Disney Plus kind of flips the paradigm on a yeah, lot of stuff. Yeah. Right. Because the, the original Clone Wars was airing for Cartoon Network. Yeah. Who bought a lot of, you know, a package yeah. episode deal kind of a thing. Right. Disney Plus just does. Yeah, you know they are they are producing it, so they don't buy the episodes and they don't buy the block. They can just right. kind of do whatever they they feel like doing. Yeah, so. I would think that they would want quite a few episodes. I mean, you want people coming back, mm-hmm. so if you can say, "Hey, we we want twenty weeks worth of stuff to make sure we have people subscribing for twenty weeks." Yeah. I mean, that's and, the way they're looking. And animation is cheap to produce. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I mean, as far as production costs go, yeah, compared to the Mandalorian. There's just a lot. Yeah, they're 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 making episodes for for quite a bit less. Yeah, um, than they would be live action or live ish action. Um, we did so, get more action in this episode, which was good. Yeah. The Raincore battle, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and Wrecker and Moochie just going at it. Yeah, just because, <laughs> just to show dominance. Yeah. Wrecker just constantly punches them. <laughs> so I mean. I think overall it's getting there. We just got to get past all this character development. You know, that's always the hard part about starting new shows. So you're wearing the perfect shirt for our main subject tonight. Da-da-da. Yeah. That is our unknown enigma turned into a bounty hunter. Is that the dude? Is that the actual name? The enigma? Is that what that's, what I've, that's what I've called him is the enigma. But uh, eventually we're going to have some different artists create new I, I different call, enigmas. I call him Hush Dude. Yep. Yep. I call him the librarian. <laughs> but it's cool. Amy actually changed the background to more of like a... Uh, yeah, you can kind of see more Tatooine-looking yep. yep. space. Got, we've got more than one. Twin moon. sons. Yep. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, For sale on our website right now. Yep. She did a good job with that. So. And no copyright trademark violation yeah. at all. It's, it's completely all. made from scratch. <laughs> so... so. So yeah, we're transitioning. Our main discussion topic is is we're going to transition from Star Wars because uh, um, from Star Wars to Star Wars. Yeah, we're trans because we've been talking about Star Wars. <laughs> we're we're going to kind of go down this rabbit hole because um, we haven't really ever talked about you know who our favorite Star Wars characters are, what our favorite Star Wars starry or starry orcs, Stario, story DC, arcs, <laughs> story arcs. Are that's a big um, giant starfish. So, uh, so anybody in chat listening or, or in, in the comics and YouTube, uh, let us know who, who your favorite Star Wars characters are, your favorite Star Wars story arcs, movies, books, comic titles. Um, so yeah, so we'll all we'll, we'll all get a, like a little chance to uh, to speak. So Chris, you go first. Dang it! I was Since you were, I wouldn't go first. <laughs> you were the <laughs> uh, man. As far as like. Being a Star Wars fanatic, it's like new to me. Even though I've watched it all my life, yeah. I haven't let myself like dive deep into it. So you guys have been doing that longer than I have. Um, but I mean, as far as characters go, that's hard. Um, I would have to say, book wise, it's Bane. Oh, the Sith Lord Bane? Yeah, Darth Bane. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just think his. I haven't finished all of his books yet, but his story arc is really cool. Yeah. Um, just coming from you know a mine to becoming you know a Sith apprentice to rising all the way up to where he did and then changing the entire Sith order, right? You know, so I mean, uh, he's pretty cool. Um, I'm still I'm still doing some stuff with Revan. I know a lot of people like Revan, um, but um, I think as far as characters go, that's probably my favorite. If you're talking about movies, TV shows, I don't know. I don't know. That's hard. That's harder. <laughs> yeah. For That's me, fine. I know my I know my kids could say like Leland. He'd be like Vader. He just yeah. He called him Lord Vader for I was like, dude, you gotta quit calling him Lord Vader. 
<laughs> start Vader. You start having them knock on people's doors. That's yeah, what they want to talk like, about. Lord you're getting Vader. too close to the, the, the dark side here, son. <laughs> yeah. You need to get Obi-Wan on your mantle and call him Jesus. I mean, that's what... <laughs> Have you heard about the one who will unify our galaxy? Yep. Our Lord Vader. He is the chosen one. <laughs> So, Lazy Gamer likes Rogue One, which, yes, Rogue One Rogue was. One's probably my favorite yeah. of the Disney-produced movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, in general, I think all the Star Wars movies, I could say. I mean, I like all the other ones, right? But I think, in general, that's my favorite one. Yeah. So, that one, and I liked, I liked Solo a lot. So, that was a really good movie, too. Tanner. So, none of my favorites. I'm, I'm going to go last, because I will never shut up. So None of my favorite stuff is canon anymore. It's all legends. No, none of his was, either. So. Yeah, yeah. So for favorite characters, it's probably Coran Horn. Okay, he's from the Rogue Squadron stuff. Yeah, uh, it's it's between that and the group of clones in Star Wars Republic Commando. Oh, the video yeah. game and the the Karen. Well, there, there were two. There were two different. They're about two squads. They're about to do something with that. One of those squads, right? There's two squads, and then there was a group of Arc Troopers that kind of yeah. I think the Arc Troopers is what I've seen something with. They're supposed to be doing something with it. Okay. The, the Null Troopers that were kind of off the books for the Kamino ones because they were kind of like the Bad Batch. They were rejects. Yeah. But, no, yeah. I I love the Republic Commando video game. I thought it was like... The game was so much fun. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed the books, especially because it, it attempted to uh, tie up the cliffhanger of the game. But then, of course, the Disney deal happened and the series got canned. Right. Dang it had one book that happened after the game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was – they actually changed the name of the series to Imperial Commando. That's right. Um, well, it – it that happened earlier because that happened before Revenge of the Sith came out. Republic Commando came out like in 04 or something. Right. Like, so, right. So the game came out, and then there were two prequel novels. Right. Then there was the novel that covered the game itself. And then there was a post-game novel. Okay. And then... That was Imperial. Um, so Lucas Publishing didn't get along with uh, Kieran Travis because she just did whatever she wanted. Yeah. And so they fired her, hired a new author uh, that wrote Imperial Commando, and then Disney axed Fizzled. all that Fizzled stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, Jay Manning says, favorite arc, Maul during the Clone Wars, favorite character, Thrawn. Um yeah, no, Thrawn, Thrawn's, Thrawn, Thrawn's probably one of the most popular EU yeah. characters. Um, and Maul, if you've uh, if you've read his book, it's kind of um, after the uh, where he's in a prison. That was a pretty crazy book. Yeah. Um, it's kind of based during when he's still an apprentice and all this kind of stuff, and he's trying to prove himself that he's worthy. To, it's before he gets the task to go and after the Jedi and all this kind of stuff. But it's a pretty cool book, too. So, I mean, he's got some cool yeah. stuff out there. I will say, kind of going back to the Bad Batch a little bit, my favorite bad guy, I'm super, this is the one thing I am excited about for Bad Batch, is uh, Tarkin. Yeah. Getting to see more stuff with Tarkin. Yeah. Well, and, and we got to see more of him in Rogue One. I think that's uh-huh. another reason we liked Rogue One, is we got to see him just be he's, he's a evil. a-hole. He's yeah. right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And now you're seeing, because you see him at the end of... Um, the Clone Wars, that final season, you kind of start seeing him become this a hole. Like if if yeah. <laughs> if Tarkin was force sensitive, like he would be a bastard. He, he would make a Palpatine like a little yeah. b word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tarkin is something else, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Lazy Gamer's favorite old school game, Shadows of the Empire for the N sixty four. The Hoth level was awesome. Yep, I, I played it. I didn't have an N sixty four, but my buddy. Uh, did and he played Shadows of the Empire yeah. all the time. That and the original Rogue Squadron on N64. All right, you ready? Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> You've had all day to research. <laughs> Just no. So I've I've lived and breathed Star Star Wars my my entire life. Right. It's just always always been a thing. I didn't read a lot of the the what are now the Legends novels. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some later. I did read a lot of the Dark Horse arcs. So my favorite. Probably to this day, my, my my favorite arc is tied between two different of the, the Dark Horse arcs. There was the Knights of the Old Republic uh, mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. which... Which we're supposed to still be getting movies from Ryan Johnson. We'll see how that yeah. works out. So that this was actually before the Old Republic game. Mm-hmm. So this is even a thousand years prior to that. Yeah. Um, so the, these characters um, are mentioned in the original Knights of the Republic game, just kind of like 
small little mentions. Uh, but um, so the Tales of the Jedi was how they packaged yeah. a, a lot of that stuff. Those were really good arcs, um, and and a lot of my favorite characters like Exarkun and Ulic Keldroma um, come out of the come out of the Tales of the Jedi. Um, <laughs> So Jay Manning's my brother-in-law. Yes, he knows it's my entire damn life. Um, me, he he knows a mutual friend of mine that that we were just pretty huge Star Wars nerds together. Yep. Um, and uh, so uh, so that was a big one. And then the the Rogue Squadron comics, the X Wing comics, um, more so for the Imperial characters. Um, yeah. Like I, I love I, I love the X Wing and Tie Fighter video games, mm-hmm. the the flight sim games. So I loved. I love space combat, yep. you know, um, which is why I love like X-Wing, yeah. you know, uh, stuff like that, which you can, you can see we have X-Wing stuff on the wall because we're actually filming a uh, X-Wing battle report later nice. this evening. Yeah. Um, I, I love the characters in that. Uh, Soontir Fell is one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, a, he's a Thai pilot that ends up defecting to the Rebellion, but he was never like sold on the rebellion just just great dynamic characters so have you read the new squadron series yes okay uh alphabet I'm, squadron i'm starting that I'm, yeah I'm, alphabet squadron is actually really good book, so. um they they're 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 tapping into that a little bit but yeah. it's got its own it's yeah. got its own take on it um i have i've only i'm about three quarters of the way through the first book yeah um of alphabet squadron i so have probably not much further behind you probably not <laughs> no. but it's been good so far yeah but not knowing a lot of the characters or what's happening i'm like yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm missing something. Which they it also tied into. So Star Wars Squadrons came out this year. Yeah. Um, there are some loose tie-ins to some of the characters, um, in in that as well. So that was one of the reasons I started reading Alphabet Squadron. Yeah. Um, but I, I I love I I like stories from the boots on the ground people. Right. Yeah. Like the Jedi stuff's cool. Yeah. It's it's, it's neat. It's cool to expand that's, that universe. Yeah. Though. Yeah. That's a lot of why I like the Clone War stuff so much. Yeah. Because it focuses on that the aspect. From the clones, yeah, yeah, it's and and like you got a snapshot of in solo, but that was the first time you ever saw just the regular Imperial infantry, yeah, you know, and yeah. like they exist, yeah. yeah well, look, before that, you know, um, they're not. It's not just stormtroopers. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's conscripts and all kinds of yeah, things yeah. going on there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that until solo. Yeah, that they actually had just conscripted military that, yeah. that weren't part of the the, the stormtrooper program. Which that's again. I, that's what I'm hoping Bad Batch gets us to. I want to find out what the true origins, because there was always speculation on what the origins of the Stormtrooper program was, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I, and I feel why like this these cartoons or the Mandalorian, Mandalorian that they're a way of definitely giving us good explanations for that. Mm-hmm. And knowing Dave Filoni and the big huge fan that he is, yeah, I think he wants to be a part of those explanations. Well, yeah. and so so when you walk. When the office is set up, it's tore up right now because I've been painting all day. But when you walk in, you see a line of stormtrooper action figures across the counter. Yep. yep. So that's my favorite thing about Star Wars: the stormtroopers and all the different masks and, and stuff. You know, and... there's so much scarier in media that's not the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because the movies, the good guys have to win, so the bad guys have to die a lot. So they get they made... have to hit their heads on opening doors. Yeah. yeah. They, they they get made fun of, but if you look. Further than the movies, they're actually really they're, scary. They're supposed to be super deadly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you see that a little bit in Rogue One, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the death squads and stuff like that. I feel like those movies did a little bit better job with imposing how they are. And even in the the, the Mandalorian, you see it a little bit, too. I mean, it's not until the same. Luke shows up. Yeah, until Luke shows up, <laughs> and they're all, oh, crap, a Jedi. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, that's – and so so those those are my two favorite arcs from, from the comics, um, and then anything that, anything like I said that that revolves kind of around that, um, I do one of my I mean, Vader is probably one of my favorite characters. Yeah, um, just, I do like Vader a lot just because of his his arc. Right, yep. he he has that redemption arc, um, which makes for a great villain, makes for a great hero. Um, now, and if you dive deeper into his little bitty stories here and there, and you see all the little things that he's done. Yeah, if you, you just know. take Anakin out of the movies. You know, and I, you go then back, you're okay. You go back and you you watch him, and I don't know. It's <laughs> I know it's like that thing where you know, yeah, he is a little extra whiny, but he's 19. You know, who well, knows? I don't think that the character's so bad because Clone Wars Anakin is definitely not awesome. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I think it was just poorly written dialogue. Yeah, I, 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 
I would. I don't even Agreed. think Hayden Christensen's a bad actor. I think he was poorly written dialogue. I, I, I think. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think Lucas is one of the best writers. No. Period. No. Um, or directors. Um, I think. I think he got. He's a world builder. Star Wars. What he did was he yeah. built the world for he's an, other people to write in. He's an innovator. Yeah. Right. And more than just a creator, he's an innovator because I mean, you think of all the stuff that Star Wars, Lucas Films has brought to everything we do and use and create with yeah i mean almost everything can be tied back to lucas films yeah so. so i i like luckily now i say that is you know clone wars was was kind of his baby too before he you know he sold it but clone wars pretty much kind of redeemed that arc right um, it, it, had it, to. it made because here's the thing is is we we knew what happened you know it was always his intent with the prequels was to connect you know this point to this point, right? Yeah. How how are we getting there? And three films was not enough time for us to give half no. a crap about Anakin Especially Skywalker. Especially when you jump the entire Clone War. Yeah. <laughs> well, and when it's such a subtle change from him going from light to dark. Yeah. It's supposed to be if yeah. when you actually flesh out the story, it's supposed to be such right. a subtle change that yeah. he doesn't realize what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And the cartoon you do, gives you, you a lot do more of that in depth of. His life changing, right? right? You know, so yeah, and 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 so I, I think he did himself a disservice. Of course, I'm I'm a, I'm the proponent that episode one could just be literally the crawler for episode two. Like everything that happened in one could have just been summarized in ep- at the beginning of episode two, and then yeah. you pull episode two. Have you read Have you read uh, Darth Plagueis? Huh. So that book, it sets up everything for Palpatine. It sets up everything for behind the scenes that happened because because he was still alive. Yeah, he was still Palpatine's master. Um, and then uh, Darth Maul was just a um, even though he was an apprentice, he was to Palpatine um, and Plagueis. He was just a puppet. Yeah, he was never really an apprentice ever. Right, because he was because Palpatine was still an apprentice that entire time. It's kind of the same. Relationship between uh, Palpatine, Dooku, and Asajj Ventress. Yes, Ventress yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, Darth Maul didn't know about Plagueis at all. Mm-hmm. He was completely oblivious to that. He thought yeah. that Sidious was the only well, other. Sith. They're going to be a Sith Lord, don't it? Yeah. So, um, uh, so, but the uh, the whole. I mean, it sets up all the good stuff. I mean, it sets up like from the get go, Plagueis uh, going into uh, uh, Naboo and finding him and plucking him up and starting to kind of make his way with how he wanted the entire, I mean, like he helped set up the entire thing and they were supposed to rule and do all this stuff together. And of course, Sith being a Sith, yeah, I'm better than you. I'm killing you. So, you know, eventually that, you know, gets to that whole point of all that kind of stuff. But, um, I mean, just seeing how they treat each other and what they do to each other and the, the ultimate power of needing it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a good book. If you have a chance to, Read is that now? Is that Legends or is that Canon? Was it that? is literally like a year from Canon. It came out the year after. Oh, yeah. Okay, the year before Disney bought. Okay, because some stuff did, some stuff lame. some stuff did pull over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would. I, I have no. I mean, it, it ties directly in line with everything that happens in the movies, but yeah. I still don't think they say it's Canon. Which right. Is same thing with the Darth Maul book that also ties in right after that. The, it here, all feeds here, together. Here, here's my thing with Canon Legends. Um, and, and here's the best way I think to look at it. Uh, one, if you enjoy it, keep yeah. read it, yeah. read it again, enjoy it. You're, you're allowed, right? Yeah. Just because it's not canon doesn't mean you're not allowed to enjoy it. And you're, it's all fiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be whatever fiction you want it to be. Um, but it's called head canon. Right. Exactly. Um, look at it like mythology. There, you know, any, any mythology has multiple ways of telling the same story, right? Yeah. The legend of Zelda. Every game is technically a retelling yeah. of the same story, yeah, in a, in just a different way, and that's that the creator of Legend of Zelda. That's what he said that this is the mythology of Link and Zelda, mm-hmm. and you know different ways of telling it. That's what this is, right? Yeah. It, the The universe is too big. There's there's there were too many creators involved for it to be this one cohesive. Now Disney try is trying, yeah. And, 
is being successful. And, and you it. see them bringing some of that in, even in you know the newest movies. They had you know they talk about Revan. They have statues of some of these old Republic characters, the old Sith characters. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't think they're going to so, get away, just get rid of, especially these. They, have, they matter too more much. well-known characters. Yeah. Well, they and just haven't the, had time to bring them into their own story. Right, yet. and then yeah. they're slowly doing it. Like Thrawn was probably the biggest. Pull. And we'll see him, I think, in the Ahsoka show for sure. I or, so. or as some kind of main bad guy with, through all those. I hope they bring Lars Mikkelsen in to actually play him because his his voice acting for Tarkin is like spot on to how I would think. Now, yeah. one thing I want like see. when I read Fall of you know uh, Fall of the Empire what was the original Thrawn Heir to the Empire. Yeah, um, like that's that's what I imagine Thrawn. This character like. is just on so many levels evil. I do want to see and, and, and systematic. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah he's just. He's just Thrawn, man. Yeah. I do want to see more Legends, New Republic heroes brought into the the new medias um, as opposed to getting new characters. Because we got, um, you know, that we, we got the new main characters in the, the uh, sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. We got um, the uh, Mando and his buddies. Yeah. Uh, but we still haven't seen much of Wedge. Yeah. Or... Coran Horn. You see him in Star Wars Squadrons. You Wed- see him Wedge in- actually comes in on that one. And, and they actually the- get the same voice actor for it. To, or oh, they, cool. they get him to actually come in yeah, and voice you it. You see him in the cartoons a little bit. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, not so far as actually in but the yeah, physical. There's some there's some good characters there that action. they could do something with. Yeah. Squadrons for the first time actually canonized Rogue Squadron. Because you know it was uh, in the new Disney canon. It was Wedge that recaptured Coruscant. Mm-hmm. In Legends, yes. In Legends. <laughs> in, in Tanner's head canon. But, Tanner's I mean, canon. like, the newer book that they came out that kind of talks about Obi-Wan and uh, Qui-Gon right before they get the mission to go to Naboo. Yeah. That, that's canon. It's a brand new book. It came out, like, last year. Master and Apprentice. And it, like, ties into everything that happened in the Plagueis and the Maul. And so, like, a lot of these things, I think they're yeah. trying to they're trying to maybe not do a full retcon, but they're trying think, to find a way to make it make sense. Yeah, and I think else. that's what it was. It wasn't that when they, when they made that, when Disney made that cutoff, and said that this is Legends as canon. It was kind of like a they were turning the valve off for a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Let's figure out. Yeah. We got to. We got to figure out because where well, we want to take the story. These comics may not make sense to this, or this story yeah. might not make sense to this. Right. So it's not that they want to get rid of all of it, but they had to say it doesn't make sense yet. Yeah. Right. So because because you know as of right now we don't know we don't you know yeah they brought Thrawn back in but they yeah. haven't brought the heir to the Empire arc yeah. in mm-hmm. you know because that was very much a New Republic thing yeah um you know it happened happened post you know civil war so um whether or not they get to that point i guess we'll see yeah come come ahsoka right but ahsoka wasn't an heir of the empire because she didn't exist yet yeah. so you know right there there's just a lot of things that you have to you have to juggle when, well and when you do that they make these awesome characters like ahsoka after all this stuff has come out yeah uh-huh. yeah it, it makes you wonder they're going to have to do something because if you go by the Legends canon, you're like, well, what was she doing this whole time when all this major right. stuff was happening? Right. Yeah. You have to you have to explain all the all the news. Well, I mean, you go back and watch Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. You know, where was? But and and if, it's like that meme I showed you where it shows Rosaria Dawson in her Ahsoka makeup. Yeah. And she's actually just on her phone in her trailer, and it's like Ahsoka during the Battle of Yavin, Ahsoka during the Battle of Hoth, Ahsoka during <laughs> yeah. the Battle of Endor. <laughs> Yeah, they're the she's the Eternals of the Star exactly. Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, she came out and said it in the Mandalorian that she's she just she's not part of it. She's yeah, staying away. You know, doing her own thing. Yeah, she's got her own her own fights. Well, it's kind of kind of the you, Captain Captain Marvel thing, right? Yeah, she's focusing on other parts of the. What did you do? Yeah, her book is good too. I don't know if you've uh, oh nice if you've uh, read her book. Her book is also pretty good, where she you know gets her new lightsabers and all that jazz. So also yeah. very good read. So yeah. All right. Well, we've got exciting stuff coming up. Uh, what's uh, what's exciting for the uh, the store and for online? Because we'll do we'll do probably some live events. So in two weeks, two weeks, two weeks we have Donnie Cates, Ryan Stegman, Tyler Kirkham, and Benjamin Percy. They'll all be here in store, uh-huh. which is really really cool. Um, and they'll be online with us. Yeah, they'll be online with us, uh, signing, doing things on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook, like we have been doing. But I mean, it's just really cool to see. Maybe we can get them on the podcast. I don't know. Well, Amarillo have this kind of talent come here. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's not for a convention. It's not. For, I mean, we're just bringing them into the store. So I mean, it's yeah. just a really really cool thing to get to say that we're going to have those guys here. Now we've had Tyler here before. He's an amazing He's amazing guest to have. Yeah. Um, uh, Benjamin Percy, I've never met. Of course, I've, I've met Ryan and and Donnie both. So I mean, they're both crazy personalities. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, uh, have you you've met either of these guys, right? I've only met Tyler. Tyler, Tyler yeah. yeah. So um, it should be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have uh, a couple days with the signings, uh, doing stuff live, doing stuff here in the store. We'll have sketches, remarks. Uh, we'll have, of course, signature stuff. You have a little bit of time to still send stuff in. I think this this next week is the I deadline. I think the 12th is the deadline. Yeah. So if you're wanting to get something in, send an email to SigSeries at unknowncommonbooks.com and they yep. can get you all the info. Before June 12th. Before June 12th, yeah. So really, really excited about that. And then um, – Going back to childhood memories, as Brandon didn't care about this as much, but for me, one of the first shows I really remember watching was Power Rangers. And um, even though I'm not like a like a fan freak, like when I see famous people, um, it is still pretty cool to know that David Yost is going to be here yeah. at the store. The original Blue Ranger, um, Affirmative, It's Morphin Time, the Tyrannosaurus, no, Triceratops. Triceratops. Oh, it's a T word. Yeah. So I mean, it's just. Um, <laughs> Man, I barely watched the show. No, I, I know. That. I just said I just thought of T dinosaur. I went straight <laughs> to Transformers. Um, no, it's pretty cool to have him in here. Um, are you yeah, excited oh, about having David here? Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I remember watching the movie in theaters. Yeah, yeah. I did I like the movie. Oh yeah, they did a movie, didn't they? Yeah, they, when they became don't the, look the ninja. have such disgust on yeah. your face. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome at that time, and you know, I think still. I mean, you. As as far as what it was when it was, it's it's not bad. No, it's not. It's still entertaining. The the other movies that they made were not very good. Like I think they made <laughs> another one that had the Rocky character and stuff in it, um, but it wasn't very good. But I liked that one. They you know even the use was kind of weird, but it's Power Rangers. What do you? It was Power Rangers. Power Ranger yeah. Movie? So I mean, it was good. I enjoyed that. So it's exciting to have him in store, and then um, we should have some, a few more guests in July as well. So I know for sure Jerry Dugan, but there's some more that yeah. we're still talking to as well so yeah lots of stuff yep do we have anything special coming up on the, the youtubes we're about to we're about to shoot uh our first uh bat rep. first bat rep mm-hmm. um, we've got some more giveaways down the works i'm on vacation next week so uh we'll get back to it in about two weeks you'll be here for the podcast though i'll be here for the podcast yeah, yeah. So i gotta keep my record as being the only one that hasn't missed that, an that hasn't missed an episode it'll happen <laughs> One day, if I have to slash your tires and you can't get to work, it'll happen. <laughs> well, eventually, he's going to have to travel to a couple shows. So unless we're doing podcasts on the road, yeah, it's going to happen. You may, you may be solo casting. I could do it. You I could do ca- it. You could cast okay. us I can talk in. to I can talk have, to Wall if I needed to. We're going to have three MacBooks in the hotel room. You could pipe us in. There you go. Just all of a sudden, Tanner's just doesn't connect for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why I can't, yeah. get, I can't get Tanner on. He's, he keeps trying to come to my computer. All <laughs> get out of the way, Chris. <laughs> This is my screen. <laughs> it's not going to happen for you. You're going to have a tarnished record. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you so much again for joining us uh, for uh, the uh, the Unknown Comics Podcast episode 24. Yeah, that's crazy. Almost that we've a done year. This. Half a year. Sorry. Almost Half a year. <laughs> Half a year. My brain says no. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, we've done 25 episodes. Yeah. There was. A- we, we will always remember the forgotten episode. But will we? Did Did you just? No, just, Did you just Hunger Games? Is that what that is? I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> On that note, I'm I'm ending. Need a mocking jay whistle yeah. right after that, okay? <laughs> Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Later. Bye.